We're joined now by Joe Trahan from WFAA-TV in Dallas. Joe, it was a heck of a good football game yesterday. My only question, and I want to get your thoughts here, is a couple of opportunities on fourth down for the Cowboys to roll the dice, and they didn't. They uh, they elected to play it safe. Your, your thoughts on those decisions? I got to tell you guys, I, I was okay with it because, I, you know, I know the analytics go into this a lot, but, but there's also this psychology of having the lead and what the lead means. And, and I, I didn't mind trying to keep adding to that lead, trying to hold on to the lead. I, I, I really wasn't up in arms about not going for some of those short ones because I thought about the opposite. I thought about the fact that if, if the Steelers would have gotten one of those big stops on those short fourth down plays, the mo- momentum could have swung greatly quickly. So I was good with him uh, uh, being more conservative. Joe, let me ask you this. It's, it, it, I guess uh, Stephen Jones made a comment today that uh, they were going to go back to Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback. Did you, it, it, did you hear that, and is that, in fact, what he said? So, okay, it, it, that, that is what he said. However, there are qualifiers, and, and I just finished uh, the press conference with Mike McCarthy where there were also qualifiers. They said as long as he gets back okay from uh, COVID protocol, right, as well as the concussion protocol. So they did say, you know, it's it's fair to say that if he comes back healthy, he would be the quarterback. Now, at at what point as a coach in an organization do you create some subterfuge and say that, well, he's not coming back from the concussion as quickly as we thought? I mean, we've seen that happen a ton in hockey. We've seen it happen in football before, too, you guys. So I, I don't know if that could come into play, but yes. They said he would be the quarterback, but they did qualify it saying he had to be healthy. <laughs> and then, oh, it, 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 as the world of the Cowboys turn, right? Joe, talk to us a little bit about, I know you, you, you did a special last night about what you felt like were the ticky-tack fouls in that, in that game. And I know that uh, Tom and I had talked about this earlier, but Jalen Smith raising the face mask of uh, – of Ben Roethlisberger and what a critical time that was. How did you see that call and then the pass interference call that, quite frankly, both of them were huge calls in the game? Well, it was as if Stretch, the, the, the egregiousness of the offense didn't match the moment of the game. These were incredibly pivotal plays, and to a lesser degree, um, they, they got Leighton Vanderesh as the second guy when the guy's pushing his helmet up, and then he kind of rakes his hand against the face mask, and they call him. There were hugely impactful fouls in terms of how they impacted the game, but in terms of the offense, they just weren't that big. I felt like they were completely out of balance in that regard, and that's why they did feel ticky-tack to me. Um, I happened to be watching Scott Van Pelt. He happened to use the exact same phrase. They just felt ticky-tack. And it was tough for a Cowboys team that put up a fight that none of us expected. Um, They played a game that none of us expected. And, you know, if one of those calls would have went the other way, man, we we could be talking about, you know, the the biggest upset and the most stunning result in the entire NFL this year. Now, I'm a no moral victory guy. You don't get participation trophies, not in the pros, not in the pros. So it didn't work out for him. But, man, um, if one of those calls would have went the other way, I certainly would have wanted to see how that game would have played out. Yeah, talking with Joe Trahan from WFA Channel 8 in Dallas. Uh, Joe, the other thing I want to ask you, too, is 
it, it sounds like, or it, it, in fact, one of the Pittsburgh players has tested positive for COVID. Did Coach McCarthy talk about kind of the process of what they're going to go through here during the bye week and how the, how they may handle that? Uh, you know, with with the Zoom meetings and some things that they might be doing. Yeah, no, I'm glad you got to that because that's actually the breaking news that we got this afternoon, right? So we find out that backup tight end Vance McDonald for the Steelers does test positive for COVID. He was in the lineup for 20 plays on offense, four on special teams. So he's one of those inline blocking tight ends for the Steelers. So you got to think that there were a bunch of Cowboys defenders who had the opportunity at least to be exposed to the virus. So we will have to watch closely and see you know, just how much this impacts the Cowboys moving forward. Of course, they've got the bye coming up, so that certainly helps. Um, in the interim, they've increased and enhanced their protocols. That means that they will go to Zoom meetings only, so no in-person meetings. And despite being on that bye week, they were going to practice on Wednesday, you guys, but they have called off that practice, you know, as they try and uh, quarantine uh, Cowboys players as much as they can. Hey, Joe, watching the game yesterday, and Stretch and I talked a little bit about this earlier, their special teams, their special teams was as good as I've seen. I mean, that was incredible, some of the plays that they they pulled off, plus just the routine stuff, the kick coverage, the punt coverage, and and then the special plays that they made, the kick blocks. I mean, that was was big time right there yesterday in, in their special teams game. No, I thought John Fossil finally started earning some of his keep, right? I mean, it, it was not only was it impactful, but put it in the prism of the fact that you have a defense that is not getting you any turnovers. So you needed a way to flip the field, and they did so in multiple instances. And, and you guys, the thing I loved about the throwback on the, on the punt was the fact that, A, Cedric Wilson was a quarterback, so that, that's planned. And if you go back and look at the tape – on the play, um, uh, C.J. Goodwin is limping down the field. <laughs> yep. So it was a total play act for them to not wonder, well, God, why is he going the other way? He, why is, he's limping as if he is out of the play. It was so well done, so well thought out. That's what we expected from John Fossil, not, not some of the issues they were having earlier this season. But I will say this. That might be the unit on this team that has had the most consistency in terms of who's been in the lineup. And we are seeing it bear some of that fruit. Rico Dowdell comes out and he makes a big play, right? Because the blocking was fantastic. Coach made the point earlier when we're on channel eight, it sure as hell felt like they had practiced that short kickoff situation before. And boy, I mean, they just, that that, that was a, a punch in the face of the Steelers. And that was one of those plays that you thought could turn the tide and help the upset. And it, it sure got close to it. So so that was good to see um, a big positive in terms of coaching. And I'll go even further to say both defensively and offensively, we are seeing uh, a better brand of coaching, the sort of brand of coaching that we expected uh, when this season started. I, I felt like I saw it in all phases of the game yesterday. So you think, Joe, do you think they practiced that, him grabbing his – Grabbing his hamstring, do you think that's something oh, that was part uh, of the repertoire? Oh, oh, I have no, I, coach, I have no doubt. Why else would he do <laughs> it? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a hundred percent with you. I like it, and then he, and then he kind of fumbles around and catches it, and then he takes off like a wild hippie up the boundary. I mean, that's pretty, 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 pretty well put together. <laughs> I thought it was also. Here's the other thing. I happened to see him. Uh, kind of limping and I said oh my god their best special teams players hurt now 
So then when he got the ball, I'm like, well, this isn't going to work because he's, he's hurt. No, it was a great ruse. And, I mean, hey, man, that's, that credit where credit's due, that was good stuff. Uh, no doubt. All right, Joe. I'm gonna. I'm, we'll, we'll let you go because I know you got things to do. But I want you. I want you to tell us you had to be. Uh, you had to be yucking it up last night when your New Orleans Saints, which is your that's your closet favorite team, your New Orleans Saints, put a butt thrashing on Tampa Bay. <laughs> did you did, did you end up going and getting some gumbo, or what'd you do to celebrate that big win? Well, let me tell you something. There were a few hootouts yelled around the Trey Ann household last night. But let me tell you something. A lot of people don't know. Bruce Arians, I got to know Coach Arians when he coached with the Saints way back in the day when Mike Ditka was there. So I've been knowing, or, or Jim Hazlitt was there. So I've been knowing Arians for quite a while. So you better believe that Sean Payton wanted to put a little something on Bruce Arians, and did he ever? That was an epic beatdown. Now, I will say this if they see each other again in the playoffs, I am scared stiff. Um, but it's going to be tough for them to create another victory against that guy and that team. But uh, for one night at least, it was a bunch of fun. Oh, there's no question. He peppered him with a little Tabasco afterwards before he knocked it <laughs> off. There ain't no doubt about it. Hey, Joe, th- thanks a lot yeah. for jumping on with us, brother. I appreciate you today. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Coach. I'll take care. Right. Be good. Joe Trahan from Channel 8 WFAA.